our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. everybody this is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB Let's Talk Digital Radio. Now this show is is where I explore different people's lives their journeys and how spirit has impacted it. Now I do talk to people of different spiritual modalities or just that have found spirit of top touch their life in some manner. Now each week I do start the show with a small discussion that spirit has provided me and then I move on to my guest. Now my guest this week is Daniel Class. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you. I need to tell you a little bit about Daddy. I'm going to introduce him now for in a half an hour when he shows up because I want everybody to know Daniel and just come on in. Good morning Pamela, good morning Jody. Now, I have been letting the world know, if you like paranormal even a little bit, this is one of the shows you want to see. Because, Daniel, I'm literally taking this off his IMDB site. Um, Daniel um, has really been in the paranormal field since he's a child. He's had an interest in it. In it. Um, and he was raised in a haunted house, which is really super cool. Um, in, in 2012, he became the co-founder of the Greater Western New York Paramount uh, Paranormal Society which is very much responsible for tackling some of the most challenging paranormal cases in the New York region. Um, he's also a longtime film producer of Behind the Shadows, a documentary ser film series, which is viewed internationally. He is also the executive producer of, a two, of on two weekly live radio shows, um, live with legendary psychic Bernice Golden and Phenomenon Encounter. Um, in June of 2015, he, um, Literally, literally, I'm not even going to lie. He literally bought the infamous Hinsdale House. It's a home site of the mysterious paranormal insect invest infestation activity in historical structural exorcisms. Um, it's been featured in different books and featured on national network television shows and became and when it became up for purchase, Dan went up and bought it. Like now he's done a lot of things to not only promote the house, build the house, and literally it's just an amazing place. Some place I hope sometime to go. Um, so uh my god, he's also the host on within these walls. Um on the haunted space, which is uh, premiered back in 2018, um, and uh, Nick Nick Groft and Elizabeth Saints uh, paper. I can't read all this. There's so much. Um, there's so much. He is. He is part of the Ghost Finders. Um, let me see what I mean. Dan is just infamous. I mean, this man is just somebody that within this realm. He is um, the executive in charge of production of Death Walker. You know that show. Um, he is a cast member of the Ghost Finders. Um, we've already talked about the West New York Paranormal Society. He's a family man. He's just, you know what? And I will tell you what, I am never so amazed at what type of a person Dan is because 
with all this going on in his life, he still manages to do a happy birthday shout out to all of his friends with pictures of them that he has at events. He's also the owner, the founder of a major event over in Buffalo, New York that takes place. I'll tell you what, this is not a man that you want to miss because he's just phenomenal. I, I truly, I just have so much respect for him and it just, it, it's mind blowing and the support that he gives to a person. So, um, God, I hope you remember all that because it's tons. Um, when he comes on, we'll just kind of reiterate a little bit for those people that are just coming in. So everybody that is coming in this morning, please do me a favor. Do me a shout out on Facebook. Share it if you enjoy it. Share it. Send it out to the world. I am going to take a minute here. I didn't even pop it up on my other screen yet to say, hi, how you doing? I got to um, share it like it's a hot potato everywhere and anywhere for the world to see. Um, again, we are doing a different format. So you have to come to me and say, howdy, I want to I want to get a reminder from you. Also, do me a favor and share this because it's really the only way we're going to get this out to the world anymore. So, okay, it's sharing it. People are just going to have to find a different way of coming in and saying hi. I know last week it was a little bit more difficult, but please come on in. Um, and again, share it, share it, share it to your friends, share it to your family, share it on your page. Give me some hearts. Tell me you like me. Um, all those wonderful things. Cause all that extra stuff literally gets us out to more and more people, um, which is awesome, which is really, really awesome. If anybody out there knows how to share a live video to Instagram, please do, because I am computer illiterate. Good morning, Miss Charlie Lynn. Hey, I like you. I like you too, darling. I like you a lot. And for everybody that doesn't know Miss Charlie, come see her next week because Miss Charlie is hosting my show again next Monday. And she is doing something really cool. She's bringing in a panel of people, a huge panel of people to not huge. There's like four, three or four. But to me, that's huge. And they're all going to do questions and answers. The really cool thing is all of them have been my students which is awesome. And they're all certified and they're all amazing. And she's going to do a question period, question answer period, maybe some readings. I don't know, whatever spirit drives her to. And if you don't really feel like waiting for that, then do me a favor and just literally follow her on her show because it rocks. It rocks. So I think I've got this shared in a lot of spaces. You're going to have to let me know. But again, please share, share, share. Hello, Derek and Jackie Fryer. Hopefully it's Jack. I think it's Jackie. Not sure. Um, anyway, with that being said, let's kind of have a discussion this week. I have, and you know what? It is so funny. Did I not share it here? Oh my God. I did not share it onto my business page. I'm naughty. I'm telling you, I'm naughty. Um, so let's get it shared there because that's where a lot of people go is to DantRenePsychicMedium.com or Psychic Medium on Facebook. So let's get it shared there too. Um, so everybody... Do, 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 do. Not gonna make it bigger just because. No, I don't. It's just not gonna get bigger. I can hope for it to get bigger, but it's not going to. Anyway, um, do, do, do. Yeah, I'm just, I'm all over the place today, guys. They're all amazing, uh, and, but it's not going to. Anyway, um, we just clicked that off. <laughs> now that you're all laughing at me. So, what is going on this week with me? I will tell you what, one, I think this, this outfit right here shows you my confusion because we got my shirt that I love my daughter. You know what? I had the logo made up. My daughter makes these amazing shirts. I love these shirts. They're so comfortable. Look at, they're like, they're like baseball sweet, super comfortable. If you ever want one message me out, we all, we have, you can order these and, uh, 
some days I'll even buy on my website. I'll get them on my website. Order these and have them made and I can have them shipped to you. But I'll show you the confusion because I got my shirt which says, hey, oh my God, I'm a psychic medium. This is awesome. And then I put on my Harry Potter shirt that says I'm forever a student. Okay. Um, which shows you my confusion in life here. But honestly, what this sweater is really representing, one, I love the sweater because I actually bought it for my daughter for a Halloween costume. But for me, I'm going back to Hogwarts this week, guys. I'm going back to Hogwarts. And what I mean by that is, as you all know, my mentor, Lisa Williams, um, just phenomenal woman. I love her to death. I have been doing a trance class with her since, I think, December. December, trance, trance mediumship. The ultimate, to me, is the ultimate surrender. It's the ultimate trust. It's the ultimate... Oh my God, here you go. It is where, uh, I don't know if you want to say my soul, my conscious. I don't know how, it, it's not possession. It's not possession. So don't look at it that way. But it's kind of like that part of me just, I have control of my body. It's still my body, but it just kind of comes over here to this. My soul kind of comes over here to the side and says, hey, let somebody else kind of come in and, and kind of speak through me. And we're talking higher up guides, higher up level beings, very philosophical. Um, Something I've wanted to do just for eons, something I've wanted to do for eons, but I'll tell you what, the trust factor was never there before. It just never was there. That willingness to completely surrender. Now I will surrender to a blend like no other, like your loved one, come on, let's blend, let's do this. But I, it's really totally surrendered to a lot, another spirit to be able to do things, um, whether it is, uh, you know, change my, my, take over my voice box and change the voice box, change the, my voice. Cause it will become very, it can become very masculine. It can become very high pitched, whatever it might be, because they're going to use my voice box. They might do some trans, what's called transfiguration, which is literally the face will morph a little bit for people to see things. There, I mean, there's just so much involved and I'm finally to that level where I'm ready to go. Boom, let's go. So I've been doing this class since December and it's all been the online work, all the understanding all the prep, learning to meditate, learning how to release, learning how to go deeper and deeper and deeper, um, which has been super amazing. Boy, oh boy, is it, it's changed my mediumship drastically all over again. But now this week, I go back to Lilydale, Lilydale, New York. And Lilydale is the largest spiritualist camp in the United States. I believe it's the largest in the world. Um, and uh, I'm going back there to sit with Lisa in Lilydale with another group of wonderful people. Um, I want to say a group of fine ladies, but I think there's one man joining us. And it is literally going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of just total surrender, total release, totally just going, I'm going to allow this to happen. And it's funny because it's total release of fear. Now, how many times have you guys heard me talk about fear, letting go of fear, letting go, allowing spirit to guide you on your path, all that wonderful stuff, you know, all that wonderful stuff. We've talked about that how many times? It seems to be a, a, a discussion for me quite often. And the super awesome thing about this is I am finally, finally through lots of hypnosis, through lots of meditation, through lots of speaking to my guides, lots of everything have learned to just let go, learn to trust, realize that I am not putting myself in danger, realizing this is just the next step on my journey, realizing for myself to be a better teacher, I'm going to forever be a student in some capacity, okay? So for myself, I always, you know what, going back to Hogwarts is my idea of going, wait a second, you know, that is a place that is considered the impossible, the thing that is considered fantasy or um, 
you know, what we would all like, but nobody believes can happen. And in my world, all of that is possible. All of that is true. All of that is tangible. And I know you're all looking at me like, God, woman, you cracked. You're, you're, you've cracked. But trust me, in my world, returning there, returning back to school, a school that is um, where anything is possible, anything is possible. I mean, this week, this weekend, honestly, I was struggling a little bit again. I was struggling a little bit and I was literally going, Spirit, you know what is, am I able to do this? Is this too much out of my realm? Is this too much for me to push? And of course, I'm scrolling through Facebook because I think that's what a lot of people do. And I just do this brainless thing in between, you know, chores. And this amazing storyline of Tibetan monks came on. And they're superhuman powers. And I went, whoa, let's watch this. And I was blown away because, you know, as anybody knows, uh, and what they see most Tibetan, they, when they think about a Tibetan monk, they really think about the hours and days and months and years they sit in meditation. They sit in, oh, thank you, Pamela. I believe too. Um, but the, the monks sit in meditation for just forever, forever. But I will tell you, their training starts as a child. Their training starts with incredible focus. Their, their training is, if you watch it, it's just amazing because uh, um, a Tibetan monk has learned how to alter their body temperature just through meditation. They will sit there for hours as somebody puts cold sheet after cold sheet after cold sheet on them. And each sheet, their body dries the sheet in a matter of minutes because they're able to raise their body temperature to dry those sheets. And then another one's put on and another one as they keep doing this. A Tibetan monk can go from a laying position and flip their body up to a standing position without you actually seeing them push up. Um, they actually resemble a person that can fly. And it's all because they have trained their body. They believe in what we believe is unbelievable. We, they believe in what we believe is impossible because in their world, it's very much possible. So it really made me realize I had to stop and go, wait a second. All I'm doing is putting self-doubt on me. All I'm doing is getting in my head. I'm putting not fear, because again, the fear is gone. I dissed that fear a while ago. But really walking into an aspect of going, I can do this. I believe in this. I believe in this world. I believe in what I do. I believe in what spirit can do. And it's helping me to walk into this. And I think it's amazing because as that goes on, I watch more and more things happen. Okay. And during this, I'm also going, Spirit, what else is possible? What else can I do? Where else can I go? What is going to happen after this? Now, I'll tell you what, honestly, I am not um, totally understanding of what the journey is going to come. I am not totally going, oh my God, I'm going to do this. Oh my God, I'm doing that. But I can tell you this is I've had a lot of people come out of the woodwork that I don't really talk to very often and really have no clue what's going on because I haven't, other than now, I haven't announced to the world what I'm doing this week. And I've had a lot of people come out that go, oh my gosh, in, in prayer, in my meditation, I've been walking down the street, spirits bringing you up. And they're telling me about this amazing, you know, these things that are happening. And after, you know, what's going on this next week? I don't know what's going on, but you know what? They're telling me starting next week, life is really going to forever change. And I truly believe that. I truly do. Why? 
because I'm going to learn to surrender completely. I'm finally going to do that. I'm surrendering completely. I'm giving up all fear. I'm going, I trust spirit 110% with me, with me, with this. And that's huge, isn't it? That's huge. And it's funny because um, I'm not a person that normally would do that. I'm a person that wants control. I'm a person that wants to, I not only want to control me, I want to control you too. You know what I mean? I can't say that 110% that used to be me. That used to mean me about wanting to control everything in my surroundings. And if you came into it, blah, blah, blah. And it's really taught me on this leg of this journey that I really have no control. None. I mean, I have some control over this. I mean, I do. I can, I can tell this body what to do, what not to do. But there's so many influence on the outside of this body that I have no control over. None. I just have to trust. And I think that's with everyday life, isn't it? With everyday life. So a lot of people have asked, oh my gosh, how do you do this? I'm going to give you just the, the, the easiest pointer I can. And I'm telling you what, this isn't just with trance. This is with meditation. This is with working with your guides. This is with just find peace within yourself if you have some anxiety issues or things of that nature. Meditation, guys, meditation. It's huge. It's huge. And I'm the first person to show up and say, I hate meditation. I'm the first person to say that. I'm the first person to jump up and say, this is not something I like to do. Okay. And it's, to me, it's just because in my head, I'm a workaholic. There's a million things I could be doing. Good morning, Miss Ellie. There's a million things I could be doing versus just sitting in one spot. But I'll tell you what, meditation doesn't have to take an hour. It doesn't have to take two hours. It can take five minutes. It can take 10 minutes. Whatever time you give to it is what you're going to get out of it. It really is. Okay, it really is. And it's so incredible. It is so awesome. It is so awesome to have that release, to, to let go to allow yourself just to be and allow whatever information to come in. Now, the cool thing is, is when you do that, you are going to, when you start to do meditation, and I do mean start to do it, like really sit down and give yourself that five minutes, that 10 minutes every day. One, you're going to lengthen the time that you're sitting in there. Two, you're going to find some major differences without, within your life. Like you wouldn't believe, huge differences within your life. And what I mean by this is you're going to become a much calmer person. You're going to be, be go from a person that had high anxiety to maybe not such high anxiety. You're just going to calm, okay, which is super amazing. That calming ability is phenomenal. You're also going to find a person, an hour can feel like 15 minutes. Exactly, Pam, exactly. Um, you're going to find that, you know what, you're going to navigate through your day so much better. Why? Because when you learn to meditate for that period of time, you're going to find that throughout the day when you start to get flustered or you start to get unfocused, that you're going to learn to go, all I got to do is breathe and just breathe for a couple of moments and whoosh, focus is back. And you're ready to jumpstart your day again. And it's phenomenal. You're going to learn to deepen your connections with that. And what I do mean by connections, now not everybody's going to be like me and go talk to dead people. Not everybody's going to run going, I see dead people. You know, that's not going to be the case. But what the case will be is talking to your own guides, getting that information from your own guides. And it's just, it's rock star awesome when that happens. Because when you start to deepen those connections, 
all of a sudden you'll go through your day and you will hear turn right, turn left, do this, do that. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. And you'll just be like, okay, okay, okay. And you'll listen and you'll go throughout your day. And it's phenomenal when that happens. You're just like, oh my God, that's huge. It's huge. It's awesome. But you have to give yourself the chance to do that. Now, I, I'm going to say today is like the beginning of the rest of your life, guys. Every day is, though. Just not today. Every day is. So, you know, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you a challenge. Let's start a Facebook challenge. Let's just start a challenge. Give yourself 10 minutes a day that you sit in meditation. I keep doing that. My thumb. Anybody else got that? God, I have a swirl moment going on. Should be doing like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, challenge. Literally 10 minutes a day, meditation, 10 minutes a day, and see how it starts to change your life. 10 minutes a day to deepen your connection. 10 minutes a day to learn to release and let go. 10 minutes to allow your guides in to help you with your life and see what happens. Just see what happens. And then you can report back to me when I'm back in two weeks to tell me, to tell me what it was like. Tell me what changed. Okay. It's that simple, guys. It's that simple. So many people, you will show up to do so many things in life. This is your time. My challenge you to show up for your own life. Release your fear. Release the, release the oh my God, I got a list of things. Release all of it and literally just jump into your life. Join the school of Hogwarts. Join the school of the believers. Go get yourself a sweater. I'm telling you. Have to wait for Halloween, possibly. I don't know. But really, see what happens. See where you can go with this. I'm, I'll tell you what. It's awesome. I love it. Sherry, okay, I'm in. Love it. Love it. Everybody else, if you're in, give me some hearts on Facebook or something. You know, let us know. You know, and then in two weeks, we'll ask you about it. You can tell me all about it. You know, good morning, Miss Andrea which is awesome. And you know, and when I get back to the show in two weeks, I can tell you how my deeper meditation went. You know, I have to ask me like, oh my God, what's happened? What's, what's changed? It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be awesome. I missed the question. It's about, I'm challenging you, Andrea, to 10 minutes of meditation a day for the next two weeks. That's my challenge. Hello, Miss Brenda. So my challenge is for you guys, 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, just to calm your mind, just to relax. Now, I'm going to tell you, for all those people that aren't used to it, yes, you're going to, the grocery list is going to come in, and, and you know, the cat needs to, this or that, or I need to do a million things. It's going to come in. But over a two-week period of time, you're going to see those things in your mind stop, and you're going to see calmness come in. Now, I'm not suggesting going to guided meditation, okay? I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting is either just to relax, sit in a chair, close your eyes, do some deep breathing, and just with every breath, with every exhale, it's called falling into your body. So it's like exhale and your shoulders release. Inhale and exhale and let your, you know, let your head dip a little bit. Inhale, exhale, and feel your stomach muscles relax. Feel your back relax. Feel yourself just relax into yourself, Okay. Allow the tension of your body to just release. Okay? Now, you can do this with some soft music, but I don't suggest a lot of words because this is really your 10 minutes for you to go, 
and let everything go. Okay. And in that 10 minutes that you are just learning to release, learning to let your mind go, go ahead and set, um, hello, Miss Bonnie, go ahead and set a timer if you need to. But in that period of time, notice how your day is going also after the fact. And when you get really good at this, if you're finding yourself not focused throughout the day, you can do it for a couple of minutes here or there. You'll get really good at letting yourself know that, you know what, I can do this at any time. I can do this to relax myself. I can do this to focus, um, whatever it is. You know what I mean? So trust me. Trust me, this is going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome thing. And just two weeks, two weeks. Uh, Jamie, I've never meditated. should probably start probably before bed when my mind doesn't shut down. Exactly. Right now I do the breathing and repeat sleep in my head. Not, I'm not successful. I get it. I get it because, Jamie, I do the same thing in the middle of the night. When I get up to go to the bathroom like 100 times, I have to keep my – and I will tell you what, I use meditate. I use this technique of – breathe, get my mind just blank when I get up, go to the bathroom. Because we live in a 2,800 square foot house, which means I've got to run for, you know, a mile to get to the bathroom. And I keep my mind completely blank. And we get up back into bed. If I don't fall back to sleep immediately, I literally go sleep, sleep, sleep until my brain lets me sleep again. So I get it. But try doing it, like you said, you know, before bed, whatever you need to do, Learn to just relax, learn to meditate, because I'll tell you what, it's going to help you 10 times over, Jamie, when you go to go to sleep, or Brenda. It does for me. I'll tell you what, it's night and day difference, night and day difference when that happens, okay? It's night and day difference. You will learn to shut off in a dime. After two weeks, I, you know what, if you're doing it, you'll find within two weeks at nighttime when you go to sleep, you'll be able to shut your brain off right now, off you go, because you'll have nothing to distract you. You won't have, oh, my God, I, I did all this today. Oh, my God, I got to get all that done tomorrow. Oh, my God, this happened. Your brain won't be turning because you'll learn how to shut it down and just fall asleep. And it's amazing. It's truly, truly amazing when it happens. So I'm super excited. So many people are willing to take this challenge. I'm super excited that everybody is going to be on board with this. And I'm super excited to tell you how my life is going to be in two weeks and maybe how things have changed. Uh, Jamie, as mothers, grandparents, we just have to, so much on our shoulders, have to learn to let it all go. Exactly. Exactly, Jamie. I mean, that's huge, isn't it? I mean, it's huge. It's incredible. It's incredible how huge that is. Um, it's it's just insane. It's insane because I do believe, you know, as we're younger, we've got so many other things on our mind. And as we go older, all of a sudden, it's like these responsibilities feel like they just chop in and jump in and jump in and it gets to be so much. So please take this, you know, 10 minutes twice a day helps. It does, Tim, it does. So again, guys, that's my challenge for two weeks, 10 minutes of meditation, at least once a time a day. And in two weeks, I expect to hear how y'all went with that. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a quick break here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB. And when I come back, I'm going to bring in Dan. certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life Russian, 
and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. School through Spirit. I'm your host, Yet Renee, here on WLTKDB. Again, my 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 guest today is Dan. He is the executive in charge of production of Death Walker, cast member of the Ghost Finders, the co-founder of the Greater Western and New York Paranormal Society, the owner of the Hinsdale House Restoration Project. This man's amazing. Let's bring in Dan. Hi, Dan. Hey, how's it going? You have a list to announce, just so you know. <laughs> Right. No, I I was like I went to your IMB IMBDB today. I took <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes real fast. Yeah, speak real fast. It's awesome. But welcome. Thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super this excited. I love I love the early show. This is nice. It's 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 different. It's different. Everybody yeah. does nighttime shows. Everybody yeah. does. You know, I was on a show last night again. Nighttime. I'm like, guys, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, this, um, is, this is cool. Which is awesome. And other people are like, wait a second. What? You know, in California, they're like at 7 a.m. And you have me on. I'm like, yes. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. So, Dan, how did you get into paranormal? Um, it was it was something that I experienced growing up uh, in my house. And um, it was something I was always curious about um, to the point where I ended up actually buying the house that my, I grew up in. You grew up in the Hinsdale um, house? No, 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 no. So... <laughs> That was, I'm talking scary. about my, my family home. Um, oh, okay. And uh, we had things happening. Like I never physically saw anything when I was younger, uh, right, right at the beginning. Um, but like, uh, my, like, for instance, my sister's stuffed animals, she was OCD about putting her stuffed animals on her bed every day. And we'd come home and they'd be sitting in the middle of the, uh, her room, like somebody was playing with them. Um, one Sunday, we had gone to church and my uh, we had gone out for breakfast after church and we came home and there were like crayon drawings on our vaulted ceilings. I mean, there was crayons sitting in the middle of our living room. So stuff like that was happening all the time. Nothing like malicious, nothing. Um, but uh, in order to ease my mind, my dad always said people were praying, playing pranks on us, you know, like it was, uh, just, but you talk to them to, to today and they're like, yeah, crazy shit was happening at our house. You know? like, um, <laughs> And then, uh, you know, I had left, gone to college, and uh, I, my wife was pregnant, and, you know, the, my parents decided to tell me that they were going to be leaving that house, and they were buying a new one, and they asked if I'd like to purchase it before they put it on the market, and I was like, I thought it would be cool because I knew the neighbors, I, my kid would be able to go to the same school I went to, it would be, it would be nice, you know, and uh, so I ended up buying that house, uh, and then things started happening. Like my wife saw a little girl with a dress sitting on the, or standing on the stairwell. And then, you, you know, little things would happen just like nothing that really bothered me. But then 
um, my my son, as he got a little older, started telling me that he was seeing a little boy, oh, you know, wow. like he was seeing a little boy in his room. Uh, and I, I started doing a lot of research on the house and found, you know, on microfiche at the <laughs> library um, that the, the, the kids, the, there were two children that died of cystic fibrosis there that were from the original owners of the house. Oh, wow. Now, in between there, now that in between there, uh, be, when I left for college, my uh, uh, my friend had enticed me to go to Lilydale. Are you, are you familiar with Lilydale? I'm going there this week. Oh, Again. wonderful. Oh, wonderful. I love Lilydale. It's such, such a relax, relaxing place. Yeah. And um, at that point, I didn't know whether I believed in psychics or not. And uh, um, I said, well, hook me up with a good one. Get me a good psychic. You know, let's. Uh, so she she did. She got me like the president of the Lilydale Assembly at the time. Okay. And uh, her name was Ellen Bourne. And mm -hmm. uh, she, uh, I sat down with her. And before I, she, I even paid her, even she's like, you have two children's spirits at your house. Two oh. child, two, ch she, she like plucked it right out of there. And um, she said they were attached to something in the, in the location. And um, also told me a whole bunch of stuff that nobody would know, which kind of mm -hmm. just threw me for a big loop. And uh, from that point, I was like determined to try to figure out what they were attached to, what it was you know, and who they were. So, um, it was, it was pretty, pretty, it was like my first Scooby-Doo episode of my life that got me interested in paranormal. I ended up finding a, a painting in the attic that was pushed away of, of a little boy and a little girl playing with a dog that, and once I found that painting and I said, you know, we, we found what, what, what you wanted us to find, you're good to go to the light. Um, and it, it felt like a, like it lifted, you know, and it felt like it wasn't as active as it always, you know, it seemed like they would come back once in a while to check up on us, but it was like they, they were free to go now oh, and they, okay. and they were gone, you know, and I, I don't know, I still have that painting. I'm, I've moved out of that house since then and I still have the painting and I feel like kind of they're a part of my family at this point, you know, like they're, they, they still come around, you know, you know, so to check up on us. I, well, I love that just because of the fact you've been with them for so long, you know? Yeah. My sister had the same thing in Texas with a female, a lady that was actually murdered just outside of her own house, you know, and wow. Jennifer, even, even though she's crossed, you know, um, because I helped with that back before I knew what I did. Um, but she had the same thing once we figured out everything and was able to tell her story, but she shows up all over the country, wherever yeah. the grandchildren are now is where she likes to show up and just say, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, it's cool. It's really yeah. awesome. And then I just kind of started my own path. You know, I, I started going like to the, all the places like Gettysburg and, and going on the tours and just learning, you know, just becoming my own person as far as uh, investigating goes and just did my own thing. I didn't really worry about like what other people were doing. And and then eventually it just I don't know where all this came in, but I, it just things started falling into place. And then people looked up to me as far as knowledge goes and experience goes and, um, you know, things just generally progressed to an investigation that I had at the Hinsdale house. And then I ended up buying that place. And it's a career for you now. It I is. Mean, how many people can say paranormal is a career? <laughs> very, very it's hard. I mean, it, it, it is hard because most, most people want to do things for the right reasons to help people. Mm -hmm. And you can't take money for that. It's hard to, it's hard to accept money from somebody that's in need. It always has been for me. Right. And in order for me to circumvent doing uh doing what i do you know you've had to find ways of of making an income stream like becoming a producer on a television show or 
uh, executive in charge of production for, you know, stuff like that. So you have income coming in so I can still do what I love to do, speaking right. at events and, and uh, writing a book. So there's ways that people can make money, you know, but you have to kind of do it the, the right ways instead of like stepping on people's toes or, or just taking money from people in need when they need help, you know? Right. Oh, d definitely. I'm a firm believer in giving back. You know what I yeah, mean? What comes around goes around. Exactly. Because like in my world, everybody's like, oh, you can't charge. I'm like, I apologize. This is what I do. This is right. this, this is my thing. Um, and I truly believe of being a healer. You know what I mean? But it's I different. It's, I think it's different because people people seek you out for for that. Yeah. It's, you know, so it's kind of different than you're going in to try to help people rid something in their house or give them answers in their house. They're they're seeking you out for your knowledge and what you your abilities to right. try to get answers to their questions. You know, so I mean, it's 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 a little different. You know, it's a little yeah, it's a little bit. But I, I understand that whole concept. You know, I mean, because for myself, it was really hard to go into that charging aspect. You know, yeah. I, so I completely get it. You know, um, we're just so I don't miss this question. We're gonna just jump into the big one that sure. you know. Um, I mean, I I know you from the Ghost Finders. Every people are already starting to ask about the Ghost Finders. <laughs> Like so, let's go there right off the bat. And how did you find yourself on that? Was that like um, somewhere? How did you find yourself into the Ghost Finders? So um, Rob Thompson, I'm sure everybody's familiar with him. Um, yeah, he's been on he's, a couple uh, times now. Yeah, he's 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 created the show and he's been doing it for a long time independently. And it's the longest running independent uh, ghost hunting show in the country right now. And uh, actually, probably in, in most countries. <laughs> um, it He's basically, it <laughs> he, had, uh, he had gotten in contact with me about uh, producing a show at the Hinsdale House. Uh, and he asked me if I'd be able to show up and do an interview. And I, if I can, I always try to, you know, come and do what I can do for people. Like a lot of people come there and have like a YouTube channel or, uh, or whatnot. And, uh, I had been in an event in the Erie, Pennsylvania, so I was fairly close. And, uh, I remember that day too, because I, I was speeding to get there because he had these call sheets out. And now I know like with the call sheets, if I'm 15 or 20 minutes late, you know, it's, it'll be fine, you know, like, but you know, like, uh, being what being independent as opposed to being, uh, on a, a, like a travel channel show is a, is a little bit different. You have a little bit more leeway. So yeah. but I was speeding, speeding to get there and the cop pulled me over goes, what are you doing? Why are you going so fast? I go, I didn't think I was going that fast. And he uh, um, saw the Hinsdale sticker on my car. And he's like, oh, you, you know about that place? I go, I own it. And I'm actually on my way there right now. He's like, no, no shit. And he, he was totally into it. You know, he was like totally into it. And I said, they're actually filming a television show there right now. And I'm supposed to be on an interview in about 20 minutes. He goes, well, slow down. He goes, and, and go, you know, just slow down and be safe. And he let me go. And I was like, oh, wow, that was really cool. You know, right. Hinsdale House has got me out of a couple tickets. <laughs> Um, but just getting there and uh, seeing the professionalism, uh, how, how things were ran. Um, I, when, when you, when you get around somebody that you feel comfortable with and that you feel, uh, is, has as much passion as you do about things, mm -hmm. you offer assistance, you know, like, or, or if there's anything I can do to help you, you, you know, what goes around comes around, you know, and, and, uh, basically, uh, you know, they filmed their thing there. They did a great job with that episode. Uh, production quality was great for an independent show. And uh, I, I started saying, you know, you know, you should bring the ghost finders to this because I had access to a lot of locations, you know, I'm like, so I started like hooking them up, you know, I'm like, Rob, you, here, here's one, here's another one. And I think I, 
you know, I, the one we're going to this weekend, I hooked them up with. So I know, and I can't be there. You don't even know. I'm just like, <laughs> he asked me at the airport. Oh, geez. Like, not during trance week. I can't say no to trance. <laughs> <laughs> So, but you know, at some at one point, uh, one of the investigations, he had asked me to come uh, be part of it again, and it was at the Virgin House. And uh, uh, the other guy that was on the show is moving on to a different part of his career. And uh, Rob's like, "Do you want to take his place?" And it was it was hard for me because a lot of thought goes into like, I'm an independent person. I, I run my own businesses. Am I going to have time to give them what they need? As far as um, quality of, of myself, you know, like being, being on the show and, and what it's been, it's been, I, I ended up talking to him about it and going over, like, you know, we all work together. We all go over everybody's schedules. We all work everything out. And, and it's been great because, um, we all work each on the top of each other's schedules and, um, and we, uh, plan our, our filmings according to that. So like, it, it's, it's, it's been great. And, uh, we formed a family. You know, like it's, I know there's been a lot of rotating team members on the show throughout the years, but the, the core, Rob, myself and Megan and, and then Melody and Steve now, um, we've been with the show for what, three years now, four years ongoing. Steve so. is new this year, but yeah, I mean, yeah. he's still a great addition to the fa your family though. But the, but the, for the, at least the past three, three, almost four years now, Megan or Megan, myself and Rob have been the core trio of the team. And, uh, you know, and I've, I've helped, I think I've helped, I've helped in a way to help build everybody's spirits. And I think that we've all learned from each other. And I think that that's brought us closer together and it really shows on what we do on the show. You know what? And I can honestly state from being there, you know what I mean? When I was there with you guys. I could not believe, because I was nervous. I mean, I was terrified in every aspect because I didn't know anything. And, you know, nobody's telling you much. I would look at you and you'd be like, it's okay. Just follow me here. Just do yeah. it. And I'm like looking at you almost like, and I, I, I've thought about it a few times going back to that experience. And I can remember looking at you like, I'm talking to you and nobody else. And you're going, yeah, I get that. Yeah. it's You know what I mean? I'm like, not even realizing whether you understand what I'm talking about or not, but that reassurance of <clears throat> just be you, say what you got to say, you know, and that was, that was very comforting to me. That's, know? I think that's the most, like the biggest thing with our, with the show is that we don't sugarcoat things and we don't hold back on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, and, and a lot of the, the shows that are on television, you know, it's all, you know, there's some, you know, the scripting going on or something like that. Well, what you see with us is what you get. So you're getting our true reactions. You're getting our true feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to connect with people when you're doing something like that. Yeah. And I, I like that aspect because I'll, I, I'll tell you what, my experience with you guys was just, just phenomenal. So I wanted to bring up the question because you brought, you know, we, we talked about that because Jamie had actually, she met Rob last month, I think April, whenever I brought mm -hmm. him, when we, we brought him over here to Wisconsin um, she says, when you get around to talking about the ghost finders, so I brought <laughs> it up right away for her. So I don't forget my question, Dan, you have an incredible cast on the ghost finders. So much diverse and credibility with their talents. If you could take one of their talents for a day, whose would it be and why? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why I was like, we have to go that's, there. <laughs> that's really tough, but man, that's like saying, what superpower do you want for a day? You know, like, yeah. that's crazy. Um, 
I, I don't you know. Say, I think, well, I'll train you. <laughs> no, you know what? I you know what's really uh, at at the beginning. What really kind of pushed me over the edge with the show was Megan. Yeah. Um, just her her knowledge, um, and the aspect of what she brings to the show. I mean, I I I, I clearly don't know as much as she knows, and um, I'm learning. You know, I'm learning a little bit as we go, and uh, I would love to have her brain for a day just to just to kind of see. And, and gain the knowledge of everything that she has and up there because it's it's been fun learning and seeing how she what she adds to an investigation you know and uh i, I would probably i'd probably take her brain for a day there you go there's been, a, there's been a couple times i've gotten yelled at she's made like a she makes like a circle when she does a um and i remember at penhurst the one time <laughs> she was doing her ritual and i i mean i didn't know that you couldn't cross the circle and she's in the middle she's like damn it dan <laughs> but she, it was it was funny at, at when it was all said and done but i was like oh no did i do something bad did i do something and uh but you you learn as you go and it's uh and you under and for me to understand why is cool you know and and learn from her yeah and she's got she's a wealth of knowledge you know, she is. She's and, she, and 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 look at her IMDb. Seriously, no, I'm, well, I'm going to bring her on. I'll tell you what, but I think that's I think her scares me because I know the extent of it. It's like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? It was just, and it's just recently I started to go to those. You're like, who are these people? You know what I mean? What are we going? Because I know you from one thing. And went, what else right. did you do? What else did you do? So this morning I thought, let's look at that. I'm like, holy shit, Dad! Look at all you do. <laughs> I'm like, incredible. I'm it's impressed. So I love that. Now, Jamie says that you are next on her bucket list. She's like, I met Rob. I met Dance next. So there you go. So we're going to have cool. to just bring you guys all to Wisconsin. I mean, all right. I I've, been to Wisconsin. Said, I've been to Wisconsin once. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's there's <laughs> it's about it. Well, I mean, I was I was supposed to be going to Iowa, right? Yeah. And um, I was I was into Detroit. And now I only had on like flip flops, shorts. And like a like a t-shirt, like a, a long sleeve t-shirt. And uh they said, Oh, your flight's canceled. And I'm supposed to be guest speaking in the morning at 10 a.m. and at this event in uh Iowa. And uh the, I'm like, this isn't gonna happen. I said, I need you to fly me into somewhere that I can at least within a couple hours so I can drive there. So they right. flew me into Wisconsin, lost my bag. So here I am with a rental car with and it starts snowing out. <laughs> and it was uh I'm like, Oh, that's my my first experience in Wisconsin. But yeah. yeah, I would love to come there. That'd be cool. Yeah. We need to bring you guys up here because there is a lot up here. I don't know where, but there's a. <laughs> I'll start investigating Wisconsin. Like, where's the be the best places to go? You know what I mean? And, yeah. And have you guys come in because I think it'd just be amazing. You know, I think it'd be amazing. Now let's talk a little bit more about the Hinsdale House because I think that's a huge thing that people, if you're in paranormal, you understand it. People that aren't, they're like, what What is this? So, so the Hinsdale House. Um... I, I went there with my team, you know, uh, the Greater West New York Paranormal Society. Uh, we're still a team that is local to Western New York, Buffalo, Niagara Falls area, Rochester. And um, we uh, we also did a YouTube show called Behind the Shadows, which I'm, I kind of reinvented. And now I'm have it's, it's on Paraflix right now. Um, but during that time, we would go to locations and film what we did, you know, just raw and then edit it down. Uh, and cut it out and then put it out on YouTube. And it was very popular. I mean, that the episodes that we did at Hinsdale House garnered well over 100,000 views. And um, it, it was uh, it was raw because I usually got the knowledge for the locations for my team. 
briefed everybody on our team what we were getting into. And at this point, my co-founder of the group, Cameron, he's like, don't research where we're going. This is the address, but don't research. I'll brief you guys all when you get there. And uh, I got to the house and it was December and it was, you know, it was, it's in the middle of nowhere on the, on the top of a mountain. So it's real eerie. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're driving up the mountain, you lose cell service. So it's like, what am I getting myself into here? This is like the beginning of a horror movie. Right. And um, I, I finally made it to the house and, uh, you know, there was only electricity in the living room. It was cold. There were flies buzzing around in the house in the middle of the winter with below zero temperatures and um, I sat down in the living room and he plopped the laptop in front of us and had us watch the episode of A Haunting, A Dark Forest. It's called, everybody should look that up. And it kind of tells the story of this family that moved into this house and had poltergeist-like activity happening, alien, you know, uh, counters with aliens and creatures in the back of the house and uh, ended up uh, speaking to a priest at the local university um, and he tried helping them and, and speaking with them and trying to give them knowledge, uh, ended up doing a, a mass in their, in their kitchen. And then it got to the point where he got a structural exorcism approval from the Vatican to do in this house. Yeah. It was filmed by a New York, uh, film crew. There was a Alex Tannis. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, with him. He's a pretty, pretty famous psychic in the seventies, okay. um, but it was a Tannis foundation. Um, and, uh, he was there along with the priest and they did this, the exorcism rites or the, the structural cleansing, if you will. And they said the whole house shook and it screamed from the outside of the house. And then it ended up not working to the yeah. point where this family actually had to leave uh, yeah. everything that they put into this location. And uh, people moved in and out throughout time up till about 1986. And then it sat vacant. And then I ended up buying it. Why? <laughs> Um, I, you know, I think that's everybody else is making anybody in paranormal. Well, I mean, that's cool. I, I like, why would you buy that? <laughs> when I first, when I first found out that I was sitting in a house that had a failed structural exorcism, I was freaked the hell out. Right. <clears throat> was that something you need to mentally prepare yourself for? Ground yourself. Uh, kind of know what you're getting into. And and I didn't have that opportunity to do that. But that after I kind of got over that and walked outside and grounded myself. Um, I ended up having a really good investigation at the location. I felt like every piece of equipment that I was putting out was getting manipulated. I felt like there were energies at the location that needed a voice and they weren't being heard because it was like everybody's going in asking the same questions over and over again. Um, So I started going there quite often and then started researching and found out about this older couple that lived there in the 80s. They were the last people to live there. And at this point, the house is, is in disarray. The owner is from Calgary. Uh, nothing's getting done to fix the location. There's black mold all through the house. Uh, bathrooms leaking all over the place. It had to be shut off. Um, all the electrical and ductwork got ripped out because the, the bank was going to just tear it down. Wow. So they allowed us to go in one more time to kind of say our goodbyes to the location. And the research that I had done, I, I heard the, the lady's name was Flo Misnick and Joe Misnick, and I know they had passed away, and that was the last place they lived, and we were in the kitchen, and we were filming ourselves for YouTube, and, you know, everybody's talking about the exorcism, and then finally, I just said, Flo, are you here, and I had a K2 meter in my hand, and I, it went all the way up to 500 milligauss, you know, all the way up to red in my hand, and I felt like static, but all the, all the uh, hair on my arm went up, I had goosebumps, I was like, holy crap, you know, like, I feel this energy, you know, in my hand, and and the K2 meter going off is kind of like telling me the same 
thing that's there. And I continued to have what I felt like was a full conversation with Flo Misnick. Okay. And um, I said, you know, Flo, will you hold my hand as we go up the stairs? And I walked up the stairs and the K2 meter stayed lit in my hand all the way up the stairs into the master bedroom until I crossed over into Mary's room where everybody says there's this portal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew at that point that this house needed to be saved, if, if at all possible, um, only because I, I knew like deep down that there's more. There's more to this place than just this failed exorcism. Other people had to experience things here. Are there other energies here? Is there, is there something that needs to, to tell us something? And uh, I tried to save it. You know, I went to the bank and I, and I talked to them. They made me come down there to Cuba, New York, and, and explain why I wanted to save the house. It had to be a cash deal. Right. because no bank was going to insure this dump that that has black mold and right. um so it was it was a process and and everything kind of fell into place it, it, you, you feel like sometimes you're called to things mm-hmm. clara in the 70s felt like she was called to the location but she was meant to be there right. and i kind of felt the same way i felt like a connection with the location mm-hmm. and i think it kind of picked me in a way it, i don't know if that makes sense but it, it just me yeah yeah um and since the beginning, you know, there was always worries about how am I going to do this? How am I going to get this done? How am I going to accomplish this? And uh, everybody always talks about, like, in the paranormal field, how there's this dissent or there's no communication or people are, you know, it's like a competition. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt, I, I, I see it, but I try to stay away from it. And uh, I only surround myself by people that are genuine. Yeah. And I had a day of caring at the house. And... We had like 63 people show up with paint brushes and scrapers and uh, materials for the roof and, and people just brought whatever they could. And it was a patch job for a while, but that was my biggest concern is how are we going to stop this leaky roof, you know, and uh, we got the roof done for like a quarter of what it would have cost normally uh, to get the roof done. And it was just from that point on, I knew that, that we could accomplish big things, you know, if everybody helped a little bit here or a little bit there. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make things happen, you know, and, and everybody. Gets, so it's just been amazing uh, to, to look at the, what it looked like when I got it to what it looks like now today. Right. Um, and the improvements we've been able to make. And it's 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 an amazing it's an amazing location. The, the land, the property, it's, it has a lot to say. And it's, it seems like every time we figure something out, it gives us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it just, the puzzle just keeps getting bigger. But we're getting answers. You know, we're figuring things out now. So it's great. I love, I love that. You know, I love that, especially when the two points I love that you stated is one that you felt like it picked you and two, that it had a story because so many people don't look at the story when you look at investigations, you know, Um, and that's something that I'm, I'm really learning to love a lot about is um, through, because I've only been doing paranormal for what a year now, you know, just over a year. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really new to this world. But that's one thing I keep hearing from very, very much legitimate people. It's like these places have a story. The spirits have a story, you know, right. and that it, we just need to speak about the story, you know, and that's why we're doing this work. It's not necessarily let's go poke the ghost and see if we can get scratched. It's yeah, I think we all know at this point that they're there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're around oh, us. Well, even the ghost yeah. said, hey, you know what I mean? I, you either believe or you don't, <laughs> but they're there. Yeah. Exactly. But I love how you stated those two things, because I think that's huge, you know, and I think that helps people to understand the paranormal world is not necessarily about boo and and the scary parts that we all see on TV, that it's just so much more than that. Right. So it's paying it's it's paying homage to uh, the predecessors 
and understanding their belief systems. And there's a whole lot that goes into this place because the, as it dates back, you, you're, you're talking about so many different types of belief systems. Mm -hmm. And I think bringing in a Catholic priest, although, you know, it sounds like a good thing to do, maybe it didn't, didn't work on what was there. And I think that that's what the case was. And um, that's why I've invited so many different people uh, in, that do the work like you do and mm -hmm. um, all different forms of religions to come there, Native American, Buddhism, which, you know, everything, because I think it needs that uh, healing from everybody that can offer it. Um, and it's it's been working, you know, and it's it's opened up the outside of the house to answers that we didn't think that we'd ever be able to achieve. Um, and paying homage to the Native Americans, having shamans there doing drum circles, just paying homage. The, the, the energy I feel has changed on the properties from the day that I bought it to today. I love that because my first experience, and I'll tell you what, my first experience actually going on an investigation was when I went someplace in Wisconsin. And when they brought us in as a group, because it was a group like tour type of thing. And the first thing they said, do you have any crystals? Because you can't bring them in. Okay. Yeah. And I went, okay. And they went, well, we've had some experience with somebody actually brought crystals in and they placed them all over the place to, you know, to help all the spirits cross and help all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And that's not what we want is we want them to stay here, you know? So we, and I'm like, well, that's not cool. I was, well, my first thing was like, why am I here? And uh, why would you do that? That was my thought, you know, it's like, why would you, why would you, you know, that was my thought behind it. And it really changed. One, I had to really think, okay, is this a field I want to get into? Is this a field I want to explore? Is that how most places are? Or is this something, you know, what, is there something more legitimate out there? Yeah. You know? So meeting you and, and people like you that say, hey, no, that's not, we want to help them be at peace. You know, yeah. they'll still make their choice if they want to stay or not. But to help I, them I've had so many. I've had so many people ask, like in in, in interviews, like, well, what if the all the energies were gone at the house? I'm like, great. If that's what they chose to do, I go, this isn't a fun house. That's why I've had so many people ask me, can we do a a, a paracon there? Can we do? I go, it's not a not a place to do that. You know, let's have it at the, the fire hall down the street or something. But it's not. Uh, I don't want it to be a fun house. I want to pay honor to the energies, and if we can help some crossover if that's what they want to do then uh, by all means let's do that mm -hmm. um i can't stop the ones that want to stay or the ones that want to go but if there's anything that we can do to help them by all means let's do it you know it would still be a house with all the history it would be it would be a historical location energy. yeah it would still think about just the residual energy that would still be there even yeah, if I, or it'd be nice a nice place to bring the family for a camping trip i mean it's yeah. it's nice it's got a pond it's 10 acres of land i mean it's it is, it is very serene when you look at the outside. The looks can be deceiving, you know. I love your look at that. I just love your 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 take on it because you take paranormal and make it look very beautiful, you know. So to me, it's why like, can't it be? Cool. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> well, I mean, I learn learn staying staying uh, in in college. I, I stayed at a Buddhist temple uh, when I was doing a, a a report, and you learn a lot from Buddhists. You know, in a way, uh, I now do I believe in in a lot of the things that they do know, but do I love the meditation? I heard you talking about meditation. Before I was actually I talking about Tibet monks today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's important to be able to just clear your mind and just take a deep breath and and just kind of, you know, everybody's got things that they got to do. Look, I have I have a list mm -hmm. a mile long of things that I got to do, and 
you can either get bent out of shape about it and ruin your day, or you can just take a deep breath. Let's take care of one thing. Let's take care of the next thing. And eventually you're going to get them done. And then there's going to be more things added onto the list. But you have to take an approach of calmness in order to get things accomplished and peace. Um, and, and that's I learned a lot of that from um, staying at a Buddhist temple. Uh, and it, it's it's amazing um, what you can what you can accomplish if you just take a, a kind of a slow laid back approach to things, you know, mm-hmm. and, and looking at what you have to accomplish for the day. It's 110%. I mean, I, I did a challenge for everybody, like for the next two weeks, let's see what you can, you know, because I'm a firm believer in it. I could just recently more firm believer in meditation, you know. So what is this with Death Walker? Because you are the a, a production person on Death Walker, aren't you? In charge of the whole thing, the whole production, yeah. I love it. Well, I'm asking because I've recently learned different things that I didn't know. You know what I mean? I yeah. had to ask Rob and I went, is this person like cheap production? Well, they're honorary. I'm like, okay. So I wanted to talk to you about that, you know? Cause yeah, it- so I mean, it, it uh, it's with uh, Nick Groff and mm-hmm. it's his new it's his new show. He's been on Ghost Adventures. He's been on Paranormal Lockdown. He's been on Ghost of Shepherdstown, and this is what we came up with. Like we we had a meeting, came up with kind of a, a new concept for a show, mm-hmm. and uh, we you know I basically had the help put financing into place for it, um, production value. What do we want to have as far as our production levels go, and how are we going to film it? So it's uh, real, you know, we want, that was the biggest thing is we wanted it to be not what you see on TV right now, but more of a real investigation, but we wanted it to be cinematic. We wanted to be able to build a story and also have reenactments of the, of the claims. So it paints that picture in people's minds. Um, When you're hearing the story of the location that he's going to be going into, you get that little story like you'd see, uh, on a regular show and then you actually dive into an investigation with him one-on-one um at the location and it's it's really amazing what we've been able to come up with um we're working on 40 episodes right now um he's actually in the office next door doing some voiceover work right now and um we have a deal with a discovery plus in the united kingdom and also the really channel um it's also on right now sci-fi channel and um and Rogers in Canada mm-hmm. and our U S premiere will be announced soon. We are having the premiere on August 20th in uh, the Riviera theater in North Tonawanda, New York, my hometown. Wow. Uh, my next episode of behind the shadows was filmed at the Riviera theater and we came up with some amazing uh, evidence and we're actually going to be screening that before the death Walker episode at the theater on oh. August 20th as well. And then it'll premiere on Netflix that night. I can't wait. I really can't. We're not Netflix, Paraflix, sorry. Paraflix, (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) I always say it's the Netflix of paranormal. (laughs) You know what? I still, and it's so funny because Natalie's become a friend of mine, and I told her what you had said to me, or you said in general, over in Virginia. You you literally went, if you're paranormal, if you're not on Paraflix, then you've got an issue because Paraflix is paranormal. Like Mm -hmm. That's the place to go, especially for so much information, so many things. Right. Now, you know, I'm going to tell you where I want you guys to go because I'm just a big fan of Edinburgh Manor. You already know this. And I know you've been there. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But to myself, because I, again, my first experience as as an investigator going, I went as a medium. And I talked about this last night on the show because somebody's like, talk about one. I've got, I got like three experiences. You know what I mean? So let's, and one of them I can't talk about yet, you know? 
So for myself, when I went into Edinburgh Manor, you know, I heard so many people's stories about it. Oh my God, it's this. Oh my God, it's that. And I thought, yeah, when you walk in, you do get that energy. Yeah, you get that heavy. But let's break it down from room to room to room. And what I literally found when I walked into that, every room had somebody. Every room had a story. Every room. And it might be from a different time frame. It might, this might be from when the house was originally built. This might, might be when it was a nursing home. But it was so cool to break that down into individual rooms and the individual stories. Yeah, it's kind of like getting time stamped, you know, like boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. You're, you're picking up on all of that. It's, yeah, I mean, Nick's been there. I'd love, it would be great if we could bring the ghost finders there, you know. I keep telling just, you to take um, anybody, anybody. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I want to see it from the way you take things, you know what I mean? Not necessarily yeah. how another investigative team goes in, you know, only because I know my experience there when we showed up. I would be like, oh, my God, this energy is thick. Oh, there's so many in here. Oh, my God, these guys are all having a card party, blah, blah, blah. And the minute the investigators started to turn on the equipment, boom, gone. Right. And I'm like, what's going on? And they were like, we're, we, they got sick and tired of being on film, you know, all of this, because it's always taken in a different manner. Right. You know? That's why you have to take it. I feel like you have to take a different approach with knowledge. You can't always assume because it's heavy that it's dark. Like, yep. you can't. Like I, I, I always have to try to, uh, when I go into a location, whether there's stories of, of demons or whatever is take a, a positive approach to what you're doing, as opposed to knowing that in the back of your mind, that there could be something negative there, because the only way that you're going to have any power over anything that could be like a negative energy is to bring positiveness and light to the location. Okay. And that was kind of like with the Hinsdale house as well. Like all the windows were boarded up. There was no plants. There was no, that's why I thought about making it beautiful, yeah. opening the windows, letting the light in. That's going to help push that negative feel away. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's another thing that I learned from the Buddhists, you know, like love and light, you know, like bring it, bring, let the light in and then better things will happen, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's why I like investigating during the day as well. Like you don't have to investigate at night. It takes away one of your senses. It makes it a little bit more spookier, but they're they're still there during the day. You know, yeah. you can get just as much activity that you can during the day that you can at night. I like so. that aspect of it. Now going back to Death Walker, I know you're a lot behind the scenes. Will you ever be in front of the scenes? I will. Oh, yeah. I actually, for one of the episodes, um, we brought I brought Melody on with me as well. So uh, we'll be on one of the episodes. That's awesome. Megan will Megan will be on one of the episodes. And wow. Rob was like, what about me? What are you going to bring me on? I go, <laughs> I go, well, you know who his wife is, right? <laughs> Tessa Del Zappo. Uh, I go, well, if he's going to bring a psychic on, he'll probably bring his wife on, you know, like, so <laughs> he's, and he's like, I get it. I get it. You know, so. Um, and she'll, she'll be on, she'll be on like four or five of the episodes. That's amazing. Um, yeah, but it's cool. Megan got to, Megan got to be on one and, uh, me and Melody were on one together. So it was pretty cool. That is amazing. I love that. I love seeing how you guys bring in different people. That's just awesome. I love that. Cause I'd be like me too, but you're right. That, you well, we brought in, we, we'll also have, uh, uh, Johnny Hauser on one. We'll have Josh Hurd from Melbourne Manor is going to be on one. Oh, we also brought on, um, we, we brought in quite a few people, you know, special okay. people that in special areas that can add to the investigation, depending on where we're going to be. I the know. other thing is, too, we brought in an amazing tech manager um, who uh, Austin Maynard and also Steve Hutley, who okay. is a, he's been trained under Frank Sumption with spirit boxes and he's inventing new types of spirit boxes. And uh, 
bringing them both together um, and also coming up with different types of experiments, mm -hmm. you're going to see things that will blow your mind that, you know, you think about, but you, Nick yeah. actually does them on camera live. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, that is just incredible because you know my experience with ghost ghost box you know what i mean like my brain was like no don't <laughs> even don't even go and unless you can do this don't even tell me this is real you know what i mean and it does it so you know I, i'm a total for, believer for 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 one that uh does what she does to 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 put that kind of an aspect on a, a spirit box you know mm -hmm. happy are those who believe right yeah 110 percent yeah you never know what's going to happen I love I'd love to be able to bring uh, mediums and psychics into an investigation and then I plop on my spirit box and uh, direct questions are getting answered from what they're coming up with you know it's it's crazy you know what I will tell you what that it the the place I don't name that I went that I didn't care about and not that I didn't care about the facility because it feels phenomenal I didn't care about the investigation but it was so funny because, and I should have been believing in a, in, a, in a spirit box or a ghost box way before I met you, because this literally happened where they put us in the room, they sat us down and I'm talking to a little girl and my mind as a medium, I'm talking to a little girl and she's answering, she's talking to me directly through the ghost box. And they're going, I, we don't understand what she's saying. I don't get what she's saying, blah, blah, blah. But she was literally talking to me directly, but answering to the crowd through the box. Yeah, no, that's that's what happens usually, and, and you yeah. experienced that when we were together. Yeah, but you know? even after that first experience, I was like, still not going to believe it, still not going to believe it until literally that you know what happened between you know with us was like huge to me. I mean, I think we all everybody's mouth dropped, you know. So there you go. Yeah. They made me a believer. I mean, now I can't. Now there's nothing else I can say. You know, I mean, other than they're the true deal. They're the, they do more than just the white static. They drive you back. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is too like other people can hear what you're hearing. So yeah. it's not like you're trying to fluff anything. It's not like you have like a tape recording going on in the back of the thing, playing fake stuff or something that you know. It's like real life. I mean, what people will see when when uh, Hen the Henrikus episode comes out, yeah, or uh, um, the Ghost Finders, that there's there's things that come out of my box that have no have nothing to do with where we're at yeah. but it, it, it touches somebody it, it, it touches somebody right in their heart and in the, in the soul so and that's just and i can't wait till after it airs because there was so much that really had nothing to do with nothing right but, but it had but it, it was a big story it's a huge story because that happens everywhere you go like especially yes. when you have a group of people when you're doing a public investigation all that energy is being brought in Mm -hmm. And so many people are looking for answers and don't know how to find the answers. And when I have a, a spirit box with me, I'll, I'll tell you what, probably like over half the time, there's an energy trying to connect with somebody that's in that group. Yeah. And, and cool. I've, I've had people in tears. It's like I'm carrying around my a psychic medium in a box. You know, yeah. like it's, it's crazy. That's so awesome. You know, I, I think they're amazing now. I'm like totally sold on them. So I think it's amazing. I think it's just awesome. So I also want to touch base on something smaller, which to me is huge, but something maybe smaller in the scope of everything you do, because you also host an event in New York, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that most people don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's been it's something I've been everything doing, you do. <laughs> doing for years. Um, uh, once, once I became in tune with psychic mediums, I felt very drawn to a lot of them. Right. Um, and 
I don't know. I, I, I do know that I have ability as well. I've worked with uh, legendary psychic Bernice Golden. She's helped me uh, hone into my uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. And I don't like let that be known you know, a lot, but I, I do use it. I do utilize it. And I do feel a connection with a lot of uh, mediums. Um, and I she's passed away, but I used to do a radio show with her, okay. uh, legendary psychic Bernice Golden. And I would you know, we'd get thousands and thousands of people viewing it and listening to it. And she also had a syndicated radio show back in the 80s and 90s called, um, I forget what, I forget the name of it, uh, but it was on Saturday mornings and I used to listen to it, you okay. know, uh, and uh, but one of the highlights of, of doing these psychic fairs and, and these events that I did is being able to bring her into an event. And this is where I actually got to know her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came in in a wheelchair and, and I was worried because she was a little older. And she goes, I'm going to do it till I die. You know, this is what I'm here for. And and uh, she just amazed the crowd. She she drew crowds of people and people just loved her. And uh, it got to a point where she was in a dip in her, you know, like a dip. She was in a wheelchair bound and she couldn't get up and move around. And and um, I'm like, well, why don't we just bring you to the people? You know, instead of you having to go to these different events and stuff, why don't we go live and I made an agreement with Paranormal Warehouse, um, and uh, we started doing a live show once or twice a week. And she was just she was starting to get you know uh, she was able to start doing phone uh, readings for people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were doing select events uh, where she was on um, you know teaching our classes. And I don't know, just the being able to bring healing and peace to people was my main purpose of wanting to do the psychic fair because I was going to other psychic fairs and it was all about money, 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 you know, and it just, I felt, it felt like the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, um, when I first started doing the, the first, the first fair I ever did, I had so many psychics reach out to me to see how I was picking psychics because at other fairs are like, you got to do a reading, you got to be able to do this or that or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're your own person. If you feel confident enough to give some people healing, then come and do your thing. You know, like, it's not about, Raping, raking people over the coals for me right. it was about um having people that had the ability to do what they wanted to do and uh having an environment that was serene and peaceful and all different types of vendors that uh could bring that to people outside of the psychic fair like with oils or, or whatever people would need you know i was i was always big on the soaps you know like give me that sage soap you know when i'm done with an investigation i can just go clean myself with sage you know um but you know it's uh I just wanted to do it different than than what I was used to. And the, the first fair we did, we had like almost 1,200 people come through the door. Um, it was it wasn't about charging an arm and a leg at the door. It was it was like more about doing things that for the right reasons. And we've been doing it ever since, right. you know. So and so I'll I'll usually do four a year. Right. It's just incredible because here's some background for me coming. I had no clue I was coming to an event. Wow, you just got kind of thrown right in there then. Huh? I th- well, I do a lot of events in Wisconsin and, and Minnesota and, and the Dakotas and Illinois, Iowa. You know what I mean? So I'm not a stranger to them by any means. <clears throat> but I literally thought I was coming to do a gallery. Like, that was it. You know what I mean? So I dressed for the part. And I showed up right. like, I'm overdressed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> And, you know, I found out literally the day before, okay, you're going to do readings. For what? I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. So I went and bought a a little board with a little chalk thing and said, I guess I'm doing readings. And, okay, I guess it's an event. I didn't know I was going to, you know. Oh, yeah. 
amazing how it was totally completely done i loved it you know it was truly anybody that does events out there i i loved your event it was just so easy so calm so just inviting you know and i've actually many people reached out since you know Good. just because they thought you know it's just a great place to be the event you put on you know the events the events that i do um i the I pick the locations accordingly, you know, like as well. So I love historic and old buildings that are beautiful. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that that brings a lot of good energy, uh, you know, to the, to what we were doing, just the whole feel of it, you know, classy and upscale 19, you know, twenties or thirties kind of look. And uh, that, that hotel is uh, the Statler hotel in Buffalo is just an amazing building. Um, the other one that we do them at is in Jamestown at the old hotel Jamestown and this uh, in New York? The ballroom where Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz used to hang out. Um, we also do uh, do them at the Tonawanda Castle, which is an old um, armory, which has been transformed. And it was one of the one of the one of 10 in the state of New York that was actually done up to be like a living quarters as well. And it's just beautifully done and beautifully redone. And, and again, it's just a great energy for the location, uh, for the, for what we're doing. So yeah. I'll have to apply to come back to one or two, because I'll tell you what, they're worth the drive. They're worth the drive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's what people say. I mean, it's, it's great. And if, you know, you, you can't please everyone, but for the most part, I'd say probably 95% of the folks that come to our events love it. You yeah. know, and uh, they get they maybe get a little answer, a little tidbit. It's a for me too. It's about promoting what everybody does. Mm -hmm. um, and whether you're giving a 15 minute reading and giving people a taste of what something else could be, or like a past life regression, or 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 what what is offered down the road, you know, it, it helps with whatever things go, with what's going on in people's lives. So they might need uh, they might need you, or they might need somebody that they meet there. So. I love that because you do have, I, I think you and I both have the same approach when it comes to that, because I'm in a, like, I say I have a no compete clause because I really don't care. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, but I'm no. like, you know what? I talk to dead people or I talk to psychic energy. Trust me. There's enough dead people to go around. If you don't believe me, there's more every day. Yeah. There, there's always more. There's no competition here. The spirit's going to pick me. The person walking around the room is not picking me. Their loved one is picking me. So where is the competition? There's, I don't need a big banner. I don't be. need all of this because literally they're going to gravitate naturally because that's what you know their their person is telling them go there, go there, go there. So I love the non compete that whole yeah. that whole premise that you put. I, I open it up to everybody, and I'll tell you what. Like the first one I ever did, I felt like I got all the all the rejects from the from the other psychic fairs that they wouldn't accept i got most of them and it was like amazing that you know the the one the one lady was told that she couldn't do readings because she wasn't quick enough i'm like well you know come come and do them here do your thing if yeah. you have to take 20 or 25 minutes to do a 15 minute reading then you know you're she's the one that's getting paid she's the one that's doing her thing who am i to say what she can or can't do i just wanted it to be fair for everyone like i didn't want different psychics charging different prices i want everybody on the same playing field with prices every you know nobody charges more than 50 dollars between right. 35 and 50 dollars that way it's fair for everybody that's there mm -hmm. and that's cheap compared to some of the other psychic fairs it really and is you have, to, you have to agree to do that and, and you yeah. have to and i think most people that do agree to do that understand that it's yeah we're maybe i'm doing it for a little less now but 
if, it, if it's meant to be, you're giving back what comes around goes around, you know? Oh, it, it does. I mean, I, I mean, I can be, you know, I, you know, I can, I can stand to that because I've had a lot of people call me since then, you know, mm -hmm. just because it does, it comes back. It, it comes back tenfold. You know, I also like that you don't judge people on how they work because when I teach people go, Oh my God, am I doing it right? I don't know. Are you? I don't teach because I want a hundred mini me's. I do not. Can you imagine Rob trying to be me? It wouldn't work. You know, <laughs> no, just, not at all. We're not going to fit in the same clothes. You know what I mean? But I want them to do what they do in the way that they do it, you know, and I'm not the judge. So I love, I love that you have that. So what do you have coming up in your, in your sites and your scopes? What do you, what is there left for Dan to do? Well, I don't know. Dan, I just, I kind of just do, much. I do what, um, what I get gravitate to, you know, like what makes me happy. I mean, my, my number one thing in my life is my family, you know, like uh, my kids and my wife and without a happy wife, I'm not going to have a happy life. So everything that I do is based on doing things for my family. And uh, if, if things happen in between that I can fit in between what I have to do with them, mm -hmm. that's what I'll do. I mean, I'm, I'm in the midst of writing another book. Okay. Um, so I do have one book out that I've written and I'm in the midst of writing another one right now. And uh, I want to get that finished by June. Um, you know, I, I, I never thought I'd be able to write a book, you know, like ever. And uh, you just you just work on getting things accomplished. And like I said, you have to take that laid back approach and break things down. Um, you can accomplish anything you put your mind to, really. Like I, if you would have told me 10, year, 10, or 10 years ago or so that I'd be sitting here in charge of a television show, you know, and, and filming and, and doing all this stuff. I mean, I don't know, you know, and it was, it was hard to take a leap to quit a, a day job too. Right. You know, to, to do what I'm doing. So. So what is this first book about and the second book? The first book is about the Hinsdale house. It was, okay. uh, it's a history, it's called Hinsdale house and American haunting. Okay. And it just kind of tells the history of what I had learned up until that point uh, of the house. Um, there's some unique pictures in there. There's uh, some captures uh, on camera that I put in there. And uh, it just kind of tells, you know, like maybe you or whoever has never been there before, a little bit of what they might be getting into if they come to the house and kind of what this family went through in the 1970s. Okay. That's pretty cool. What's the second book about that? It's going to be about the Hinsdale house as well um, and experiences in the house. So in the years that I've owned the house, I've been keeping, uh, it's kind of like a paranormal bed and breakfast. So I've been having the teams that come in from all over the world kind of give me their evidence of what happened, the date, the times, all that kind of stuff. So I've been keeping a log of information and I just want to be able to present what people have come up with at the house. Um, so findings, not just from me, this isn't just me just saying, oh, this is a haunted house. Come pay me money to come visit it. Right. right. This is, uh, this is from this team in, in South Africa. This is from this team in England. This is from this team from here that came and visited the house and had this experience here. And I think the house speaks for itself. It really does. Like, I don't have to like sit and promote it and say, you know, come check out the haunted house. Um, people that go there sell it. You know, like they're like, oh, my God, this is one of the best places I've ever been to as far as evidence goes and, and communication goes. And I feel like everybody that comes adds to what we're doing. You mm -hmm. know, it's not about um, it's not about like coming and doing a ghost hunt and saying, are you here? Make a noise. You know, it's people will understand the history. People will understand the stories and they can base their investigation on having knowledge. Um, one thing that we just set up this weekend, um, which is really cool. One of my assistants, Vicki, 
Uh, she's in Denmark. She's from uh, uh, San Francisco originally. Came up with an idea to do uh, uh, you, those little co uh, codes that you can scan. Okay, yeah. Or URL codes or whatever. Yeah. So now in 12 rooms of the house, you can scan those and it'll pull up uh, audio or visual uh, evidence, um, stories of what happened in that particular location. For me, it's always been about how you present the story and making sure that this, the, the correct information is getting to people. So there's not more folk, folklore coming uh, when I die, you know? So awesome. uh, now there's going to be, you know, every team that comes there will be able to get the stories, where it happened, what happened. Um, and we're also going to be adding on to the property as well, as far as, uh, uh, I think we're going to have 19 more wow. on the property. So people can actually come there and scan and do their own tour if they want. And get the real story. I get love the real that. story. I love that because you hear about that, you know, with different TV shows are like Holzer Files is one that reminds me of that. I seen an episode where there was so much folklore, folk, can't say folklore that they didn't want that story to change. You know, the people making money didn't want the story to change. And Holzer Files came in and went, we don't even have the story close. And then they advertise that like the story they're putting out there isn't even the right story. No wonder why these people are upset. When, no wonder why these spirits are so upset about it. Yeah. How, how mad would you be? Yo, I'd be furious. I mean, well, no, in my lifetime now I've gotten, it's like, you want to talk about me? Eh, it's just more publicity. It's whatever. Get it right. Get it wrong. People are going to go check it out. And build, you know, we got internet now, but back then, oh yeah, I'd be furious. You know what Can I mean? you imagine okay. like being able to like physically tap into the out uh, another realm and just kind of listen to what they have to say about us going into these locations investigating with this primitive equipment like i didn't i didn't say that i, I didn't say that what are you talking about you know like <laughs> they're so mad no wonder why they ain't leaving you know i'm done with these idiots i'm out of here you know like <laughs> no, no wonder why they're poking people as they're walking through poking. I didn't uh, say uh, that. how did it go last night team well it was good at the beginning then it got really quiet hmm. i wonder <laughs> We're done talking to you. <laughs> it's so funny. You're going to have to do that. Put like a little ghost box. That's a total idea. Put a ghost box someplace with a little thing and say, hey, guys, if they're screwing it up, just speak through here. We'll get the story. I, we'll walk away. At the Hinsdale House, we actually have the benefit of having five uh, recorders going at all times. Yeah. So we have uh, five HD cameras that are set up that actually will record people's investigations for them while they're there. So each one has HD microphone attached to it. Okay. So when the team leaves, they're actually able to retrieve that footage as well. So they can go through it. And so many times we get EVPs on there that make sense to the conversation that's going on in the room. And they don't even expect it. I had my daughter there. I have I have one on my TikTok. And uh, it was about it was about the couch. You know, oh, is that a new couch? And it said, yes. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is so cool. That is really awesome. Yeah, you're gonna have to set up a box somewhere. You tell them, guys, just voice your grievances here, and we'll adjust it. Like a like a like like a, like their employees, like one of those grievance boxes yes. or whatever. They like give me your complaint so we can improve. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling your house would probably speak to you, and they'd be like, okay, we want red drapes, not the not the blue ones you have up. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, it'd be awesome. I'll tell you why. I can just, you put one like in the basement now or something. I can't, it's this one separate. Just, we made you a little smoking room. Go down here. It's like <laughs> a little break room. Just complain about the living. It's good. I'll see what I can do to help. You know? That's funny. That's, a, that's actually a good idea. 
Yeah, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. I do have Bonnie asking about your beads. She says she is totally curious about your beads. So and these I, were, I wasn't sure what she was talking about when they popped up. I'm like, yeah, they're not the normal, like, you know, colors. These were actually um, made for my daughter, Shaylee. She's my youngest. She's oh. 11. And uh, this one, like, has, like, a little happy face on it. You can see oh, a little gosh, happy face. And uh, this one was from our last trip. She made this one for me because we went to the Bahamas. So there's, like, a little shell on it. Oh, so these gosh. are just, you know, as, as people use them for prayer beads, I look at them and just look at the smiley face and think of my daughter in, and uh, just... That's, you know, you put pictures of your family around or whatever, and it gives you motivation for what you're doing. So she made these for me, and uh, looking at them motivates me to work harder, you know. I love that. That is so amazing, you know, only because it's like you see people, I got this one for, for grounding, and I got this one for this, and I got this one for that. I have a, my, my grounding thing is this one right here. This is my little uh, Archangel, Arch, Archangel oh, Michael. I love there that. He there he is. Teresa Caputo gave me this. Oh my God, that is so cool! And I've had it, I've had it blessed so many times. I just keep it in. It's cool, you know. It's it's, uh, it's within my belief system. So there, you, and you know what? Belief system means everything, and people don't realize that. Everybody will look at me. What should I take it for protection? What's your belief system? Well, what's that got to do with it? Your belief system is your protection. It really is. You yeah. Know? No matter what it is, that's your protection. So Dan, how can people find you? This has been like the fastest hour of my life. But how can people find you? So basically my name there, danielclass.com, uh, uh, it will give you links to the Hinsdale house, uh, another property that I uh, work with, Wildwood Sanitarium. Uh, it'll give you information on me, events that I'll be at. Um, it's all, I tried to make kind of a one type of stop deal for everyone that, that is interested in things that I do. And it's all on there. My store is on there if you're interested in supporting uh, the redevelopment of the Hinsdale House as a paranormal research center and some of the things that we want to accomplish. I have a Patreon page. It's like a family. We have like 100 people that are family members that help uh, get things accomplished at that house faster than we've been able to do it. And any other, you know, if you look at uh, renovations and stuff like that, um, those people are my heart and blood and soul of, of what we're doing at the, at the location. So they always get uh, forefront information of what we're doing. They get to, uh, when we do our meetings, they get to put in their two cents and help with mm -hmm. the, with knowledge and things like that. So it's fun. Um, and uh, uh, if you don't want to do something like that, buy a t-shirt <laughs> from my store, you know, like it's, uh, it all helps. So whatever, however we can, uh, we have a lot to do there, um, but you know, we'll get, we'll get there at one point. So. And I'll tell you what, I'll, I, I concur with everything in your store because every time you come up with a new design, I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. Oh my God, that's so cool. You I know, think it's for me as, as, as a as a marketing person. Like I have a degree in marketing, and also I have a minor in fine art. So to mm -hmm. me, like when I go to these conventions, it's like I need to have fresh things. I can't just go to the same convention the next year and bring the same stuff and hope people want to buy the same thing. So mm -hmm. for me, it's it's always been about like having fresh designs, um, retiring some of the designs, and mm -hmm. uh, and bring putting out new stuff temporarily. Um, St. Patrick's Day shirts, you know, the different themes and, and just have fun with it. You know, I mean, it's it's fun. It should be fun. I love it. Somebody's asking really quick. Do you, um, she says, uh, is, it just popped up. Ex for somebody that's experiencing paranormal activity, do you, um, and looking for support, do you have resources that they can reach out to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the Greater Western New York Paranormal Society is that my group in, in Western New York. Mm -hmm. um, as busy as I am, um, I still find time to go and 
help people if, if we can. Uh, members of my team include uh, Chelsea Gill. She's a psychic medium locally. She's just as busy as I am, but there's been times where we've gone and helped people, you know, during the week or whatever we can do. And we have a great amount of teams that we work with locally and regionally that if I can't fit it in my schedule, that I, I will help people to get to somebody that can help them locally um, that are really good at what they do. Uh, we all work together in Western New York. It's great. And uh, it shows, you know, with, with the events that we do and, and the things that we do here. Uh, we don't have any animosity towards each other. And it seems like all the teams work well together um, that are here. So, and I love that. And I love that Western New York is different than other areas. So I love that. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for coming on. So many people in the comments have just said, oh my God, thank you so much. So, you know. Yeah, thanks for having me. This, this is quick. Is this is fun. Podcast. It never goes away, just so you know. It never Good. goes away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's on Amazon even, so it never goes away. <laughs> awesome. And Amazon. Great, great meeting everybody in the chat. Thanks for the questions, and uh, hopefully we'll connect soon again. Definitely. Oh, I would love to have you on again because you, again, you're just just an amazing person. So I appreciate you. Appreciate so, you too. Oh, so glad you. that our paths crossed. Me too. I'll tell you what, and I'm I'm telling I'm going to show up again somewhere. I'm telling. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm going to maybe I'll, I'll accept it reading, when it happens. Another reading out of nowhere. <laughs> unexpected here you go yep. so everybody this has been dan on school through spirit i'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly rating thank you diet renee psychic medium all of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well-versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. Welcome back to School Through Spirit. I'm Diet Renee, your host here on WLTKDB.com. We have spent the morning speaking to Daniel Class. I, I, I just, I can't, I can't say enough good things about Daniel. And he's just, as you've seen, he makes uh, paranormal real. He makes it the heart in paranormal. It's just not the scary boo stuff. Very much the heart. Um, and I, I, I love to hear him talk, just because I think if more per people listen to him, more people took. Um, his thought about it, his way of looking at it, I think you'd have a lot more people doing that, a lot more people looking at that factor and, and all about paranormal and believing in it and just giving, you know, helping spirit, you know, guys, helping spirit. I And I'm all about that. I really am. I mean, that's what I do in my job. That's that's what I, I love to do. I will tell you what, at the end of the day, I'm a healer above being a psychic and a medium. And I literally show up to help spirit, help spirit heal and help the people in front of me heal. So 
I love the fact that he does that for the homes and the spirits that have chosen to stay back. So again, look for him at DanielClass.com. Um, just an amazing, amazing gentleman. So loved his outlook. Exactly, Pamela. I mean, oh my gosh, just a huge, a huge person in the community and see what he could do. Just watch what he could do. Um, definitely a person to look out for in the future to see what more he comes up with. So <clears throat> um, so we are going to do our weekly reading today, and I am going for the weekly really, we're using the Intuitive Soul Oracle Cards by Lisa Williams. We're going to do the five-card stud again, guys. I'm playing poker every Monday, I'm telling you. Um, oh my gosh, this is too awesome. For the clarification card, I'm going to use Colette Baron reads a chat to map Oracle Cards. And it is so funny because I think I just got my own message. I think I just got my own message because I did not realize this was on the inside of the box. It gives me a key to explore your life's journey. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. So um, let's do five cards, guys. And as you know, we do this every week. Uh, pick a card, one through five, whatever you would like. Um, pick one, pick two, pick four, pick five. It's, it, this is up to you, what you need to work on for the week. Now, I'm not forgetting about my little challenge about meditation. But we are going to also do the cards to get a little added bonus here, okay? Um, beautiful. That was a weird cut. Um, so card number one is love. It's love, guys. It's a heartfelt passion, unconditional love togetherness with your partner. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking this is more unconditional love, guys, to yourself, to yourself. As you notice this picture, this is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the hands and this rose that's just beaming with a ton of light. And I do feel it's about putting your hands out and letting yourself have it. How many of you just let yourself have love? How many of you people allow just yourself to explore love, pull it into your, and just say, you know what? I'm worthy of this. And you are worthy of this love for yourself, okay? So unconditional love of self is what I'm looking at this week. And I think if you pick number one, this is something you really have to look at. It's time. It's time for you to love yourself, okay? <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I love this card. I've got so many stories about this card. It's not even funny. It's the dream card, connecting with self and spirit, believe in the power of your dreams, guidance, and direction. I love this card. I love this card. Um, because when I am looking at voice change, when I am looking at this cards, really pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to dreams. So many people go to me, I can't feel spirit. I can't hear them. I can't do this. I can't connect to my loved ones. I'm always looking for a sign. It's never happening. Look to your dreams. Your guides will use your dreams. Your loved ones will use your dreams. And they will come to you in the night. Now, so many people tell me, I don't remember my dreams or I don't dream at all. Start working with it. Start working with them. Start going, you know what, with the intention before you go to bed at night, please, guides, please, dad, please, mom, whoever's on the other side, come to me in a dream. You will start to dream. You will start to remember your dreams. Even if it's only for a brief moment when you wake up, try write down immediately what you remember. Is most of it going to be a loss initially? Yes, it will. But in time, you will get better. You will remember more. Okay? So start looking at your dreams. They give you so much, so much. And I bet you whoever's picked card number two has had a lot of pretty amazing dreams lately. And you're like, oh, my God, what's that about? <gasps> number three is deception, the untruth, deceiving others or self and not accepting or looking at reality. You pick number three. What are you not looking at? What are you not looking at? Come on. It's time for you to stop deceiving yourself. When I look at this card, I really do see the gentleman sitting there on the rock. And you know what? He's really, I don't believe this card right now is saying about others deceiving you. 
as much as you not looking at yourself and what you're not seeing yourself. When you're looking at this, it's kind of like going, hey, who am I? What is my truth? Start being true to yourself. Start looking at yourself for who you are and start being honest with yourself. Stop deceiving who you really are to you and start showing yourself to the world. You're going to find so much more relaxation, so much more respect from people. It's, it's mind-blowing, okay? And this is talking to somebody, coming from somebody who talks to dead people. So stop deceiving yourself, okay? Card number, oh, wrong pile. Sorry. Card number four is the family card, the union family ties togetherness and friendships. Who's feeling alone out there? Who's feeling alone? If you pick the card number four, we're looking at the family. We're looking at, and this is not necessarily blood family. This is a family that you have created. This is your family that you have brought together around you for yourself. It is time for you to call upon that family for love and support and togetherness and help you feel a little bit more about you and, you know, your own personal support system, okay? So look to your your the family you created for your support, okay? And the last card, the winter card, holiday, cold holiday celebrations and end. You're all hating me for this card, aren't you? Unless you're all in Australia. If you're in Australia, you're going into winter. But literally for this card, winter card does not mean we're going into cold because trust me, I think we're hitting like 80 in Wisconsin today or Wisconsin anyway. This is really about end of times, okay? If you pick number five, things in your life are starting to end. The cycles are starting to end, which means right around the corner is new beginnings. Ending is just mean, hey, you know what? If if you've been having troubles, if you've been having difficulties, if you have been going, oh my gosh, I'm putting so much into something. Trust me, it's it's time for new endings. New endings are happening, which means new beginnings are happening too, okay? So if you pick number five, you're literally at that point of new beginnings are coming very soon because you are starting to end cycles. So number one was a love card. We're looking at unconditional love. Number two is the dream. We're looking at your dreams, guys. Start paying attention to them. Number three is stop deceiving yourself. It's time for you to live your truth. Number four was the family. Look at that family that you've created for your support system. And number five was the winter card, which is all about endings. Remember, endings are a good thing. <laughs> Charlie led oh, three and five. Oh, my God, Charlie. That is Oh, that is beyond funny. That is beyond funny. Because, guys, I know Charlie Lynn. So that is beyond funny. Love it. Love it. Love it. So let's look at these cards, the map cards. These are really cool cards. Just, you know, just look at these. Can you see them all? Probably not. Um, I love, love, love these cards. And they just feel really good in the hands. Just really good in the hands. And Colette's got a ton of cards out there. So what is a clarification card for everything? Okay, let's do a cut. Okay, uh, magical map shifter. Magical map shifter. I love that. I love that. That is awesome. Magical map shifter. If you look at this, I look at this card. It is so cool. It is so cool because you're looking at this woman. She's got so many things going on. She's got the time and clock in their chest. She's got the she's got the angel wings that look like more like butterfly wings she has got a compass well it's a compass not a, a time thing but it's a compass and then her hand is a watch and then she's got the feathers and then she's got the aura and she's got all the magic going around her magical a magical map shifter anything is possible guys anything is possible and it's telling you right now this card is just 
you know, let's share a bottle of tequila. <laughs> that's funny. I think that's between you and Jody, Charlie. This it's this card is just saying with anything, anything is possible. If you're worried, do not worry. Things are gonna magically happen around you like magic. Like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. I love that. And I'm also telling you because if I put it with my own, my own message, explore your life's journeys and the magical map shifter together. Holy crap, can you imagine? Can you imagine what is possible? Allow it to be. Remember, guys, I wore my sweater at the beginning. Going back to Hogwarts. Woohoo, everybody. Hoot hoot. I am super excited. I thought those were amazing cards. So literally, let spirit take let spirit take the reins, guys. Just go around along for the ride. See what happens. See what happens. So I gotta put everything back together. <laughs> the station. LOL. That is a, see. Todd, you keep trusting. And I keep saying, let's see what we can do. And it keeps growing. You never know. I'm telling you, in a week, in a week, you never know. Maybe we'll have a discovery show. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Anyway, oh my God, I lost my phone for a second. What an amazing day so far. What an amazing day. So let's talk about the different shows going on. Well, remember, guys, next week, you see Miss Charlie Lynn there in the comments? Charlie Lynn there? She is going to be. And by the way, Todd, I need a new print out of all the shows because we had a lot of new shows. <clears throat> Charlie Lynn is one of them, but Charlie Lynn is going to be my host next Monday. She is bringing on three or four people, all my certified psychic mediums, which are amazing people. I trust every single one of them. And she is going to be leading the panel for you guys to ask your questions, have your comments, your concerns, all your, and doing readings too, guys, I believe. I believe she's doing readings. So that's pretty awesome. So, um, I want to go to Facebook for some reason. I don't even know why. So let's go in. I'm going to find my little trusted picture that, you know, I lose every week. So it's time for me to screenshot it and bring it back up to the top again, um, about who the shows are. Okay. So, um, woot woot. I love it. So we do have Monday mornings, as you know, 9am. I was with myself, Diet Renee, School Through Spirit tonight at 8pm. We have Be the Change with Christina Bloom. Tuesdays, we have 7 p.m. is Newbridge Radio with Kevin Mackey. And at 10 p.m., we have Paranormal Pete, which is Pete Orbea. Now, I'm going to start a petition right now. I want to bring Todd back with Haunted Voices. Just saying, just put it out there. Everybody else that wants it, you need to start push, you know, shoving into the show. Bring Todd back. Bring Todd back. Um, Wednesdays at 3 p.m., we have The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle. 8 p.m., we have Over the Target with Missy and Missy Hart and Nicole Ford. Um, a super awesome show. Thursday mornings. Um, yes, haunted voices, haunted voices. Do, do, do. Thursday morning at 9 a.m. We have chat with Charlie, which is Charlie Lynn, which is awesome. Email her because she is like turning into the dear Abby for spirit, which is awesome. Um, and she's going to, you know, answer all those questions. She might be doing some readings. Who knows what she's going to do? It's awesome. Uh, Thursday nights, we have 7 p.m. Realm of Darkness, Darkness with Reddy and Ashley, and that is a real crime TV show. 8 p.m. is Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland, another amazing show. Fridays, we have 8 p.m. The Secrets Within with Renny Rodriguez, okay, which is awesome, which is awesome. Um, and guys, life is just fantastic. So you never know. I might decide to do another show. What would you guys think if I just, you know what, I'm not saying yes, but what would you think if I just did like um, a reading show? 
like an hour long reading show one night a week or something. What what would you think? You'd have to, you'd have to, you know what? I wouldn't go into it by myself, guys, because I'd be looking at everybody. You gotta go share, 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 because sharing is caring. Tell all of your friends, everything else. But you know what? Enough people say yes to it. I will look into possibly doing another show, just readings, and just see what we can do to just go boom with that. How's that sound, guys? Um, as always, guys, again, I will not be here next week. Why? Because I'm going to do trance. I'm going to Lilydale. I'm going to sit in that energy, and I'm going to just totally give in and see what happens. <clears throat> Chat with Charlie is on another show. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> That's awesome, guys. Um, and literally, I don't know who my guest is going to be on the 23rd yet. I don't know. I don't know. I get two. I think I have two set, two Monday mornings open. I do, which means I have got to. I got to start doing some work. I got to start doing some work and fill these fill these spots. So, with that being said, guys, uh, also send me suggestions if you want. Ask. Do you ask for intercession? <laughs> um. Oh. Is that prayer, Jody? I, I'm lost, Jody. Um, anyway, yes, guys, everybody pray for me. I'm going to Lilydale this weekend. Pray, pray. Everything is going to be okay. Pray for the light to come in. Pray for all positivity. Please start praying on Wednesday or Tuesday. I'd be really appreciated. And please pray for me the whole time um, because I think I might need it. Okay. Um, with that being said, though, guys, I'm going to count out early. Um, you guys have a great day. Have a magical day. And I cannot wait to see you again in two weeks. I will see you soon. Okay? Love and light, everybody. Bye-bye. Get Renee here.